beginning of Act One. Okay, this time we'll do the recap a little bit different. <laughs> Deja vu. Deja vu. Not to the good people at home, though. Deja vu. Um, since we did play a double double session last week, and we just played on Thursday, I feel like our our minds are probably filled to the brim, and it's simply too much to re go through every interaction. It's just too much. You guys have no it's wonderful no notebooks. Mm -hmm. So instead, I wanted to go around the table, and I would like each of you to tell me what you think was. I'm not, I'm not going to say the most, because then you'll sit there racking your brain to find the top one, but one mm -hmm. of the most poignant interactions that happened. Not necessarily your personal thoughts on it yet, because I think that will come out in character this session, but mm -hmm. one of the most poignant interactions that happened, whether it, whether it was you or somebody else at, at the table, yes, you can steal some, some, somebody else's poignant moment <laughs> if you want. So everybody roll a, D, a D20. Whoever rolls highest has to go first. I will not be me. 14. 12. As oh, oh! oh I was <laughs> trying to say, as always, Leon rolls it, it was almost a 15, but then I rolled through a 12. So. Okay. <laughs> Steven, what is one of the most poignant interactions? I put on the table here some of the uh, um, newer people that, that you met or people that might be of particular interest. So, right. what is a poignant interaction that happened last time that would be salient to the table as a whole? I mean, obviously, Nocturus is probably the most salient, and so the fact that he actually pulled in Annie, cut in during it, the dance, and then proceeded to forcibly read her mind while she could not get away, uh, and thus learning the uh, plot, or the at least that we were looking for an infiltrator of some variety. How deep his investigation went, I don't know. But uh, obviously that would probably be the big deal, at least the one that is weighing on Norwin's mind at the moment, uh, following which he seemed to just skitter out as quick as he could after a good <laughs> to the face from Annie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, and an invitation to dinner. And yep. an invitation to dinner at uh, Sadi's. Sand dance. Sand, I can read. Sand dance. Sand, sand, sand dance. dance. <laughs> sand dance. <laughs> you could eat some sand dance tomorrow, girl. <laughs> yeah, some Skywalker's there. Just... <laughs> I hate sand. I hate sand. It's coarse. That's in my butthole. Yep. Yep. Okay. Very, very good. A, a, a proper retelling of that encounter. Cutting in as Marquis Reverend Dennis is dancing with you, in fact. Mm -hmm. um, so, fairly good. A brazen encounter that, that did terminate with a, a, a bit of a slap to the face, and then he, he left, scooping up a half drank glass of wine, downing it, depositing it as he left, seemingly avoiding um, Trellib, who's who was standing in the in the, the doorway here next to next to a Countess de, de Horasco, while Great. others are dancing all around. Mm -hmm. Very good. Leo, you were next up in the lineup. I'm going to steal something that happened in Norwin, and I think it was a pretty big deal that. Uh, Trellib tried to read your mind while creeping from the corner, mm -hmm. just out of nowhere. And like none of us the session before. I believe it was the session before, but I still think it's. it's you mean the whole gala, don't you? Oh, I either way. Last session, but oh, yeah. oh, okay. either way. I'm not yes. gonna say wrong. That's yeah. not good enough. No, no if, if that's <laughs> if that's if that's one of the things that's most poignant to you, then so be it. Speak of it. Sorry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, we don't really know. That was that was. It was very short, but I think it speaks volumes that he was like Drunk. no introduction, no anything. Yeah, no. just yeah. from a distance was like giving them secrets. He's trying to do mind snipes. Yeah, he's so. mind sniping. So 
I think mm-hmm. that's weird, and we never really talked to him because he's freaky as fuck. So yeah, exactly. I think that's also a big deal. He can just have a conversation with himself. It seems <laughs> just like. Mm-hmm. That's what I think about that. That's what I think about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs> so no, that is that is a big deal. I'd say, even though it was a very brief, like almost like mm-hmm. pure Brit. And he didn't get into your noggin, right? No, he, okay. he got the surface thoughts, obviously. But, yes. You know, nothing, nothing more deep than that. Gotcha. Very good. Mm-hmm. And Rachel. I'm gonna steal one of Earth's. Hey. Y'all stole, y'all stole each other's. I love it. And I think when you were playing cards with um, dice games, gambling yeah. with your that one account, hand, yeah. my one hand. <laughs> I told stories. They even locked in there and talking with them, mm-hmm. and to the point where um, one of the now I'm gonna blank on his name lost interest in you. Oh yeah, uh, Thrash. Yep. Because you were bringing up, like, the war and a bunch of different, like, mercenary stuff. Yeah, I started yep. bad talking to Dragon Marks. Yeah, yep. Asking mm-hmm. if they know the history. Mm-hmm. Like, do you guys know your own history? You, you I sold heard people this. out. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And I thought that was very telling. And then she was just sitting over there, happy as a clam, taking everyone's money, thinking it was kind of funny that you were picking on everyone. Oh, yeah. I feel like you would get along with you two. Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd get along with her. I bet. <laughs> I bet. Indeed. Earth's um, chats were with. Um, you probably remember Tasha at the top of your head. In the poker room? Mm hmm. Uh, yeah, it was Deneth. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his first name, but Trenin. Yep. And then uh, the Lord Merchant. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, the guy right next to him, too, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then Thrash. And then Thrash, who I'm which sure is, is yeah. somewhere. He's somewhere. We know he's, he's many, many. Oh, he's right here, actually. Right there. Ah. <laughs> indeed, indeed. And I was kind of investigating these two the most, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they got real cranky with me. Yep. Yeah. Seemed to have lost. So then we started telling other stories. And you seemed to take some of your things, your statements, personally. Mm-hmm. Or whatever mm-hmm. that is worth. Excuse yep. me. Very good. Mm-hmm. Very good. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> talked about Zach, Mage Zach. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, I relevant, but maybe not pertinent situation. Of course, of course. Yeah. Nice, of a nice arc- connection to that arcane congress. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And okay. the session be- began, I think, straight off with a conversation with two of the last. Three yep. dragons. I think there was still one that you guys never and they're building actually s- space train spoke. here. Oh, we didn't speak with Madani. Um, Madani is true. I don't Probably. think we spoke with Vidalas. I think it was the, the other one that you never quite spoke with from a fourth record. No, Norwin eavesdropped, but never we never actually like chit chatted. You did try to Lord Vidalas. Oh, oh yes. He yeah. was always getting yelled at by his wife. Yes, yep. yes, that is yeah. true. Yes, yes, and you cool. did try to suggest to figure out. <laughs> I did. It oh, failed miserably. I was going to see if anybody was going to mention the very last thing. That's, that's going to be my last very pointy moment because I feel like I might have some repercussions. Yeah. But you know what? Right now, that's why we're ready. Get our stuff <laughs> and move to a new in. Can can polymorph polymorph somebody into another like humanoid? 
Can we just, like, scapegoat a man? <laughs> you can turn him into a, an escape goat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. You're... Human into human. That would be, like, an odd transformation. I think humans are different than beasts. Mm-hmm. And it has to be a oh, beast yeah. with a polymorph. That's true. I was well, actually considering that. But what about a monkey? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> turn him into, into, into a giant ape? That's not going to disguise. <laughs> Put that headband on him, he can change his hair, it looks just like me. <laughs> so we're back, so we're back, girl. Yeah. Alright. Uh, well, with those poignant points said, we pick we, we pick up here, ten minutes after leaving the, the Pale Moon Theater. Um, which, despite the fact that I specifically asked you guys to mention the most poignant moments, it, it would not behoove us to, to forget that the night did end with Andy giving a fantastic DC 25 performance. Mm-hmm. Wonderful descriptions of the, the show going on, the history, pieces that she's manipulated, facts, fiction, who knows <coughs> what, I'm ending with in All My Dreams I Drown. With her father, which I didn't pick up on, uh, I'll say a, a devilish form behind behind her with, with a, a halo of what would be fire it was all like um, puppeteering um, backdrops, like black on, on the white background sort of thing. So you see the Annie falling, falling, and falling. There's a devilish form with a crown of flames above her. Instead of my own shadow. Yes. And you had a bit of a of a, a an odd last second encounter that was that was very brief, which I'm sure you'll bring up with these two later on. Yep, with the fairy thingy. See, and mm-hmm. uh, then you guys all left. After that, you tried to suggest to to Lady Noir. Tell me to no bitch. I to tell me. And then you literally, Leo did this. Oh. <laughs> that to mean 50 speed speed, and you guys left. So we pick up. Um, <laughs> Just a glimmer of the pale, the pale moon stage before I, I, I likely delete these maps in case anybody wanted to re-see them at some point. And we pick up not inside any place, but outside in the, the vastness of the court city here. Pick up about 10 minutes after leaving the pale moon, moon theater. You're on your carpet, you had, of course, first had to, in the garden, open up the box, had the carpet, and jump on, close up the, the box, and you're on your way about five minutes away from the estate. Not a crazy distance of the speed you're going by any means, but despite the, the fact that it's nearing midnight at this point, and quite cold in this February climate, not February, not like Minnesota February, though, so it's not like, oh my god, we're gonna die, but yeah. Um, it's cold ready, all the same. I will give my fancy suit coat to Annie. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Your dress is woke. <laughs> There's blessedly no wind nor snow at, at the moment. Despite the intense chill, especially after spending a few days on the northern coast in Heimat, it is a relief to you all, I imagine, being out of the throngs of nobles and aristocrats and people. Like Eklund said, a rattlesnake nest where every step had to be calculated and rattles seemed to be going nonstop, a bite mm-hmm. just around the corner. Calculated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We Why resume- We just start cutting out the snake's heads. Yep. Mm-hmm. We, we resume <clears throat> now with you still about a 15 minute magic carpet ride from the baby drunken dragon in the clifftop. 
um, district only about five minutes from the Ertain um, estate this moment in time. Speaking this high up with, with the wind, kind of as you guys are creating wind, uh, is um, a, bit a bit challenging, but you're all quite, quite close mm -hmm. on the carpet. So take it away and uh, let me know when you want to arrive at the, the destination. So should we think, were we thinking a detour to the castle? Are we linked right now? No, but I was okay. thinking we should be. And if you want to get back to Nomis before we assassinate him. Why? Not that there's any sort of, um, especially in the next few minutes, it's possible that there might be someone following us. Or senses that we can't see. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's all. We can wait 10 minutes. Sorry. Right. I mean, unless anything happens, if we're just cruising around for 10 minutes while he... This is going to be very challenging, actually. Mm -hmm. On a on a, car, on a carpet, miles up in mm -hmm. the sky, around all the things, you see the... Because it is midnight right now, and a cloudy, you know, sky, so it is challenging here. What if I swoop low and find some cover, and we just kind of hover around and cruise a bit? That's fine. That's not so that's, terrible. That's fine. Does that help? Yeah, if, and, and the, the carpet can just hover too. So if you want to find one of the magical um, lantern type, type things close up. Oh, the other thing I was going to say is you can't see in the dark. Did you attune to your glasses? Yeah, so you're, it's like pitch black. So you don't actually have a book to read. So it'll be challenging. But mm -hmm. if you want to sweep near a light source and stay. Yeah, not, I if, I, if it looks like this. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah, oh, there we go, light source. I am a light source. <laughs> So and, I will, and I'll find cover with the carpet, so we'll make it as easy for him as there we possible. Go. All right, so you tuck, tuck up behind a, a spot, you know, over, over here somewhere. Mm -hmm. And in that case, you, you do not need to roll as long as you are more or less stable and steady for 10 minutes, just floating mm -hmm. on the carpet, and you are giving off mm -hmm. 40 feet of light. We're sitting here playing this game. <laughs> ah! <laughs> and me. And me. Okay. You all three are linked like that together. So where to then? Do we think a detour to the castle? Or do we want to write to them? Because I haven't used the actual paper quill today, so we could just write. Well, our relationship to them is no longer a schoolyard secret. Lady Diplomat and mm -hmm. Master Warden, you know. But at least warn them we're coming. Yeah. Oh, I suppose, yeah, if you want to do that, I just mean. Yeah, might not have to get to. Go have a conversation. Might not have to get to the dragon. We'll gather our stuff, make sure there's no evidence or things that they can have of ours there, mm -hmm. and then go. Maybe we could stop by, say we're coming, stop by, and then continue on to the. Find someplace from there. Baldur's Heart. Yeah. Yep. Sounds like a good plan. Hold on to your butts. And mm -hmm. we'll whoosh away with that carpet. <laughs> whoosh! <laughs> Ten miles an hour! No, 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 no. It's going fast. You're doing the Superman rules. It's so flexing. So flexing. Fly harder. You fly harder. You're in the front like this. You're in the back like this. Yeah. Supermanning in front. Naruto not running in back. You guys get there. You guys get there in a fraction of the time. Um, uh, you get there the normal amount of time. Oh, okay. So you you see we the cool drunken stuff. yes we do <laughs> the the drunken dragon. Um, are you going to keep 
you're like up. It's last for an hour, right? Are you going to keep it up? Once we get there, I would get rid of it, yeah. While you're flying? Oh, yeah, I would get rid of it, I think, so no one can see and follow us. Hey, it's Rudolph! Yeah. Most people flying will have um, uh, lanterns or storm steer ones or flame ones or, or, or light spell on them. Most, while they're flying, so there's no there's no collisions. But if you guys are going stealth mode, that's mm-hmm. totally fine. That we'll you avoid them. They're just hoping that somebody else isn't also being stealthy. <laughs> <laughs> but the city is enormous, and it is midnight, so the amount but of flying we is very minimal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know what you're doing, right. but we got you. The big gout from the skeletal dragon's head atop the, the drawn-up dragon is visible to you with with out light. You're hoping to, to see that as your beacon, and indeed you do from a, from a distance correct your passage a bit, and you get over there. Um, passive perception? Passive perception? You, 15. You doesn't matter. Cause you, I can't see shit. can't see shit. Hmm? 18. Because I have a key 18. on me. Um, even at just even, uh, even a 13 would, would be enough. You actually see um, a, a large um, building. That you've flown past, walked past a bunch of times before. I believe I even mentioned it a few, a few times, months and months and months ago. Now, at this point in time, in, in real life, um, that is seems to be a restaurant of some some sort, a, a quite fine one that is like tall but dome like in nature. Right across from it, right? Balconies and all that stuff. That is standard cheese Santa's mm. restaurant. Yeah, Didn't we eat at a restaurant across from the Drunken Dragon together? The first time we were there? You and Lady Ertain might have, but we didn't. I'm pretty sure I went to a restaurant with one of you two at some point. Maybe. It, it yeah. wasn't not this one. Okay. I can tell, I tell you that. It was not this one. Okay. Um, this looks looks like, like a pretty high, high class place, quite large with a whole bunch of balconies around the side to the fact to the point that when you fly over top it kind of, kind of looks like an inverse flower like the um center of the flower is is very big and then the balconies around are, are small if that makes sense uh, quite a, quite a place and there's plenty of light each of the balconies has a, a magical a constant glow of light source mm-hmm. it seems seems to also be, be giving off heat because of if you look at the pattern of, of snow that has um melted you, you can see that these 12 are, are giving off some sort of heat and light mm-hmm. um they are very dim right right now and you imagine that they'd be more more bright if it was a normal time again it is midnight right now but there's still some people they are not there having their late night um, cocktails and whatnot else but you kind of like, like looking around for anything and you see that what's that say santa's and it's only about Two bridges over, um, from the from the, the drunken dragon, which is where you guys follow that plume of fire. You do not see the tavern and whatnot, or the, the restaurant, mm-hmm. but you're just making your way right toward the drunken dragon. As you land on the bridge, still no snow, snow, just a very, very unbelievably thin pattern of snow here, with footsteps all over the place. It seems that that. The dragon is fairly rife with business tonight. And if you decide to, to step inside, yes, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Saying, just mean you grab the yes, yes. carpet on your back and all that stuff. The place is indeed rife with, with drinking and poorly sung songs and clinking of glasses. 
The two stand-in um, bartenders hardly able able to keep up with what with what Marcus can, can do himself on a night even busier than this, like mm-hmm. the one where Annie was performing and several Dragonmark people came here. So they look a little bit frazzled at this moment in time. The place is rife with drinking and poorly sung songs and clinking of glasses, but it is again midnight, so the, the, the clientele are leaving rather than entering. It's just the, the dregs at this point in time that are still within. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I actually still have that map, so I'll go ahead and put that on the screen just, just for the hell of it. Beeline it for the room. Beeline it for the room. Let's go get our shit. Get our shit. And write a note. Hmm? And write a note. Mm-hmm. That'll take a minute, huh? <coughs> mm-hmm. I would check to see if they've written anything to me first, because I keep it In that case, I'm also going to stop at the bar and get an ale. She's going to write a note. We are closing soon, but uh, I don't care. Give me an ale. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> ale. Thanks. I'm just going to go. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Is he going to pay? Touch to the room. Touch to the room. He's one of those ones. So you, you two make your way directly over here, over here as Earth makes a little detour here, and you guys come up and enter. And th- this time you, you did, didn't get the grand, no, I'm you did because they don't have a lot of people staying there anymore. So you guys get the same room if you choose to have it. Uh-huh. Either either way, whichever room you decide Turned to out fine last go time. into, mm-hmm. you enter the room. It is still locked, because you still use your, your, your key to, to get in. What was that? Check the bed for the stab marks. <laughs> for real? Wow, I'm curious. They're probably there. Probably, probably mended, honestly. Mm-hmm. Well, let me say this. Would you have, have 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 booked the same room that you were in before or a different room? That is the the biggest room. I would have had no problem. So I would have had no problem. Okay. okay. No objections then. So it kind of would have been, I feel like it would have been this moment where, here's your room. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, since you joked about it, mm-hmm. go ahead and make an investigation check. Alright. Any notes? <laughs> it's a natural 20 plus 5. <laughs> 25. Cool. <laughs> As you all um, step in, and you, notice, you, take, you, you take a dive under the bed, like a seal, <laughs> to look, um, you do see that there is hiding for you. As normally, you're kind of standing at the door right, right now, just taking stock. You know, looking at the at the bed, are there star marks and then this one? Well, it's the same room. No, they must have Marcus probably because you've seen Marcus mend things things before. Mm-hmm. But your keen eye does pick up on some things. Hmm. As Earth, you are downstairs eating your tail at this moment in time. Perfect. Annie, you see um, writing to you in Eklund's hand. And it says, My Dearest, it pains me that we could not spend more time together tonight. I tire of us hiding this, but it must be so. Then a second message saying, I must see you again, even if in secret. PC is a beautiful, but perhaps high profile, or I'm sorry, PC is beautiful, but perhaps a bit high profile for us. But your choice, just send word. (coughs) You've mentioned it in your letter to him. Of reading and getting it to be, you know, spy life. I would have to double check that. Oh, that's not bad. Platinum Chateau. Oh, Platinum Chateau. Remember you mentioned the 800 pounds? Mm hmm. 
I would write back PC absolutely would be lovely. However, I feel I can wait no longer. I am on my way to you now. Did you come in your head? Hmm? It's probably under. 21. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm on my way to you now. Love. Sweet snook of sugar kids. Yes. <laughs> 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 oh yeah, what's that song? Uh, uh, my, I, can you read that back to me real quick? Mm -hmm. PC absolutely would be lovely. However, I feel I can wait no longer. I am on my way to you now. Yeah, I think I'd stick with that. I'd okay. stick with that. Perfect, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you walk in with Grail, you hear any scratching, just the last. After you send that, will you bundle it back up to get out of dodge? Mm -hmm. Norman, with your natural 20, mm -hmm. to, to 25 specifically, mm -hmm. as I said, um, you're looking around. At first the bed kind of, kind of like from the past time, then you're like, well, swear that your pack hasn't moved, but ah, that that, that strap was you distinctly remember taking it off and you kind of had this thing where you like crossed them. Mm -hmm. Just because it looks nice, you know? And yeah, they're, sure. they're uncrossed right now. That's can now. You have to do it forever. Hot <laughs> 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 cross straps. Um, you also notice that one of the um, that one of the drawers on the dresser there available for people to put to put clothing into whatnot if you're staying for, for a few days I, I, you guys probably had used it to, to store your underwear or something mm -hmm. you it's weird that you kind of you kind of remember it being a little bit cracked on one side mm -hmm. like it like it was closed but this side plus a little bit more you know so it was like oh mm -hmm. just a little bit All right now it's fully flush closed the door was locked, and you watched Annie pull the key and te te test it locked and open it. Very, very innocuous, small, irrelevant things that would never be noteworthy before if you hadn't kind of just been looking intently at, no, oh, was this sheet mended? Oh, that's kind of interesting. Hmm. Maybe check your packs. I think somebody might have been in here. Just a lock. As I'm packing up the will and paper, I would check. Same. Quickly. Um, everybody can make an investigation check. Hey, not bad. 15. Not great. 19. Yeah. 9. 19. You are, you know, you don't see anything amiss as you're digging through. And then Icky sort of jumps down from your shoulder and picks up the, the very end of your strap, which is indeed frayed, as these things have been through through hell and back and hit. I feel as you look, your pack does, does not look the same. If he sort of, of, of grabs the strap with his beak and, and, and holds it up. You look at it and it looks cut. Instead of frayed, it looks like the bottom half inch was maybe cut. There's a few loose strings 
poking out, but compared to the other one, this is frayed like weather and the steps and all the journeys that you've been through. This one looks. I think someone took a little bit of something of each of ours, more than likely to scry on us, is my assumption. This is all in my head. Mm -hmm. For that, is there spells we can cast to protect against that? Can we get new equipment and all of a sudden that's no longer ours? If they took it from this pack, but we get a new pack, it's not our pack anymore. I don't know, because I've still scried on people with things I've taken from them that's no longer theirs because I took it from them. Mm -hmm. I'm not quite sure what the time constraint looks like or anything. But like, does my logic make sense? They yeah. take a piece of the pack, but we no longer have the pack. If we give the packs away. Yeah, something like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, I see what you're saying. It, it depends on if the person, I think your logic perhaps, is if the person still thinks that the object is in their possession versus if it is knowingly discarded as a possession of yours. Yeah, like, they get my hair, that's a different story. They get a piece of my pack, we can maybe... Get I don't know how these magics work. Yes. If we can't find a spell, then at least we can try that. Do I have a... I mean, that seems extremely... Also, do I have all my shit? I rolled a 15. I have all my shit, right? As far as you know, yes. Okay. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> obvious was taken. And once Annie once sorts of eight. points this out, you, you don't see any... Where's my knife? Where's my knife? knife? Hold on. <laughs> there it is. There it is. <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's an odd gray area. Mm -hmm. I would say that... Um, it's very much a connection to that that thing and the place where that thing is. Mm -hmm. So if that thing is no longer on your person, that that's why a, a body part is a far more preferable thing mm -hmm. to do. So I think I would say that you're relatively certain that discarding the thing entire, entirely and being far away from it might be enough to sever the connection. If, if nothing else, it's the only thing you probably can do. You don't think, uh, just to be clear, you don't think that discarding it off the car carpet as you're flying or selling it to somebody will make any difference. Mm -hmm, if, sure. you, if you mentally divest yourself of it and truly it's gone from you. It's no longer mine. It's no mm -hmm. longer mine, then mm -hmm. it's, it's the same no matter if you throw it in a, in a, in a, in a furnace or drop it or any number of things. Mm -hmm. Okay, interesting. So should we just put all our shit in the cube and leave anything that we think might have been... With a 15, would I see anything tampered with my pack? You do not. Mm. Not at all. So. Dump all my shit into the cube. Leave my pack behind. Buy me a new one tomorrow. Mm. Maybe search for rings that can stop mind reading if such things does exist. Mm. Is that what you think Fayarlan had? I don't know, but I think it's worth asking around. Yeah, True. Interesting if something Or maybe if something exists that does the, do we remember the dome prevents crime in any capacity? I don't think it does. But uh, there might be some sort of spell that might, you know, some sort of object, some sort of, you know, paranoid noble probably wants something like that. Mm -hmm. So there might be some, like, object that can physically do something like that, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Didn't we have a scroll of non-detection? I don't. At, one, at one point? At one point, you guys, I have no idea who has it, or if you sold it or anything. 
We might have used it even. You very well may have used it. That was one of the mm -hmm. oldest scrolls that I think yeah. Eskel had for a while and then gave it to him. We should get Ryan. more of those. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I mean, but Norwood knows that something like that exists. Mm -hmm. Yeah, perfect. Yep. So I mean, we can see if there's somebody, something, a physical object that can cast one protection or has maybe a permanent version of it. Do the facts. Yeah. So I'm sure that's not the case with anything. So for now, let's get our shit and get out of the room that, well, got killed in. We can talk about this elsewhere, huh? Yeah, I think that makes sense. Because they could be watching us right now. Very true. Which is why we're talking this way. Mm -hmm. And I will go outside, I'm assuming you two are following me, but I'll go outside and open the cube. Mm -hmm. Outside, outside? Yeah, because I can't open the cube inside. No. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you'd have to yeah. smash the Yeah, so you go so outside, outside, and do that. People are kind of uh, walking by, a little bit drunk. What's she doing? What the crap? <laughs> That's a lot of gold, Missy. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Get the fuck out of here. Sorry. Here's a bag. Free pack. One copper falls out. One copper. Score. Grabs that and goes and a bag. Puts it over his back and just. Can continues on. Close it. Tomorrow we find me a new bag. Yep, we'll find you a bag tomorrow. <laughs> if you can find one in the Quad City. <laughs> the one thing they The no bag market is <laughs> black market. Okay. Well, on to the castle then? Yeah. Cool. You want to do that conspicuously, or otherwise, um, the necklace can use wind walking only for tonight. I would. Only for t would it work tomorrow night if we don't use it? It doesn't work tomorrow. Today's the last day of the because it's the sixth. Oh, very good. Yeah. Do that. I might as well if we can't use a different time. Yeah, and give us eight hours, and if anybody's gonna follow us, good luck keeping up. Yeah, I think that's smart because then we can use it to find a new place to sleep too. Yeah. All right, let's do that. Then. Let's, let's do it. Because you can re-solidify in in, in a do it again, right? Yeah. Over the eight yeah. hours. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, Perfect. That's a. Smart. Well, so for, once, <laughs> so for once, you actually do go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you touch the central Second. gem <laughs> that glows Ooh. brightly with the pale moon color, and mm -hmm. gesture to your friends. You all kind of feel that weightless. You're, you're, you're almost at balls of your feet. You're standing on it for a second, and then you settle. <laughs> <laughs> As you all focus and from your feet to your head, become clouds. Now, can we still communicate like this? As you can. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah. That's very cool. Very cool. For an hour. All right. You, you all, yeah, at this point, I mean, if there was something going to happen to you, if you're clouds, once you're. That's when there's a stinky cloud. Boom. <laughs> we both hang back. <laughs> <laughs> You arrive the quite quickly <laughs> at uh, the royal palace, inside of which are the various castles and domiciles and private temples to the royal family here. Mm -hmm. It is, however, closed. The outside, um, it usually is closed and there's usually guards there that, that you know would open it up well before you've arrived or Eklund's there or somebody's there. Mm -hmm. You guys traveled quite quickly. 
Um, so when you arrive, it is a fully closed, enormous palace, um, a bit imposing in the dark here. You've always seen it like at a day or a while, just like torches and stuff. At this time, at midnight, it's, it's quite dark on this side. Torches outside lit, big braziers sending off some smoke and sparks, and of course, a entire cadre of soldiers and guards outside the front. The doors are closed. Perception check for me. You do not get your bonus for Icky because Icky I am air. is air. Or I guess Icky would be flying next to you probably. Do I even get a check? I probably can't see well. Uh, yeah. You're, you're the right. braziers are all lit and stuff. Well, in, in some some spots, go, go ahead and, and, and make a check at disadvantage. Actually, you all get it at dis- disadvantage because even with dark vision, it's still at disadvantage. <laughs> <laughs> My second one was a nat 20. Oh. <laughs> 11. 11? 16. 16. 6. 6. Um, unsurprisingly, you don't see much of anything of interest. Um, likewise, with, with, with you, you, with your military training and whatnot, you're looking for points um, of, of egress to get in and where enemies could possibly be lurking. And this craggy, you know, you know, unbelievably, as I've said a million times, enormous palace, you know, is just a shell to real castle stuff inside. It's just so unbelievably large. It's intimidating. As you're flying directly over top, you can see through the uh, through the glass um, dome that sees the courtyards inside, um, but it's all dark right now. As you're flying over, you're like, God, there's an infinite number of places where people could be hiding, and frankly, some people probably are in a protective fashion, mm-hmm. but you don't see anything of extreme interest until one, as you're looping back around to, to the front, where you presume everyone would probably be waiting. Oh, mm-hmm. if, if he does this at some point in time. You do see a um, door open, not the grand, enormous doors there, but there seems to be a, a part of the wall that simply he just walks through. No. It, it, it opens up, no hinge that you you can see, and he steps through through, closing it behind him. And you're like, you almost have this like you only you see it, so you kind of like, and there's like nothing there at all. It's like slicing through a piece of fruit and then putting two pieces back together again perfectly. And you're like, I know there's a slice there, but I have, there's no way that you would almost ever see it. So you do see um, a f- figure and you kind of de- take a windy, a very rapid windy dive down. And it is indeed the form of, of Eklan looking casual, just like he's out for his usual midnight stroll around the palace. I'm gonna watch him for a while, but I'm not gonna say I found him yet. Okay. <laughs> he does walk over, he just begins to begins to converse with the guards. Oh, okay. 
you're not um you're not stealthy by any chance, so you're you're not you know sitting down to me like hey like you, you can't do that. No, but I don't need to listen to what you're saying. I just want to watch. Yeah, he just. I guess I was. Where he came out of the wall, was it like super suspicious? I guess is my point, or was it like not hidden? Where like this guard he's talking to was fairly close. It is. Uh, it's not near guards. Okay. Yeah, it's not near guards, but it is on the front. But to give the contact places so big, those giant front doors of most of the guards are posted here, mm-hmm. all the giant towers, two that are which are here, two of which are over here. There's people way up there that you guys saw in the, in the guard towers. Um, his was like the bottom of one of the guard towers. But again, take your normal perception of what like you know a guard tower door and the size of it would be and multiply that by 100. <laughs> so it's an unbelievably small you know door, a normal sized door, but looks a speck on this place. It was shocking that you even saw it. Gotcha. Okay. Found him. Down and starts solidifying. Takes a second. It takes a minute for you to solidify. Mm-hmm. At which point, uh, um, your your feet all touch the ground. Silent. And uh, it does not appear that people have detected you yet. Assuming, or did you want to do this in full view of everybody, or did you want to do no, it I guess in the shadows? Yeah, and, like, that was my thought. Like, instead of being like, look a cloud, I've become. That was my assumption too. So you guys, you guys go around the corner, do it, and then just sort of stride. Mm-hmm. Around and there is a, a, a bit of a hey, halt, halt there, and you hear people like like turn to look. Well, once you guys have entered the the, the dim light of the braziers, and one of the guards says, Any soldiers, halt, yeah. halt, and you see Antalcus pale blood there. He's mm-hmm. got bags on, on, under his eyes. You, you you can see even in this this dim of light, um, he strides toward the um brazier and. And calls you three forward. As you step forth, he gives gives you all a look. And Eklund is is over his shoulder, sh- shoulder still within the the dim the, the dim light. And looks back. Eklund gives them. Well met, Lord Marshal, Lord and the diplomat. Eklund, your your companions have arrived. He steps forward. Very good. I'm glad to see you this late, even. <clears throat> Sorry, it's lovely to see you, especially. Uh, I heard that we, we wanted to, uh, to, to speak. Where, where would make the most sense? Oh, probably anywhere out of earshot. A nice quiet parlor. Maybe we could have some tea. Not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. Um, the palace is closed. So, I have some I, I, some ideas of places that we could could, could go. Do you st- still have eyes? I see it, I see it on, on your back. Would you mind uh, taking us if I if I direct? Carpet. The carpet. Oh, sure. <laughs> sort of, yeah, I'll take you there. <laughs> <laughs> take you well, to dentist. I don't know it is. You guys, you guys will all hop on the four of you, and he just points. Just just start heading that way. I will say as we're hopping on, it's a good thing we can fit on here because I don't have a pack. It seemed one of my straps uh, shortened a bit faster than the other side. Kind of looks looks at you. And you guys are, and this is not a huge part, so you guys are mm-hmm. quite close. He just kind of looks at you, looks at the deeper shoulder to shoulder. Yeah, and he goes, 
Noted. Or perhaps perhaps I, I can buy you one tomorrow. Just just acknowledging the fact. I understand. And he's had a long day. She's at a loss for words. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> I understand. Can do an insight check on Eklund to see if that seemed like yeah, you know, but it triggered like if he kind of already knew that. Sure. Go ahead and do it at advantage because I was going to do the exact same thing. Okay. Sure. Okay. And you guys can talk amongst your books or oh, yeah. mm-hmm. I'll allow it. Uh, okay, I can 13 instead of 12. Oh, uh, <laughs> you're welcome. Uh, on insight, I think that's plus four, five. <laughs> I think it's five, so that would be 17. 17? Mm-hmm. 18. 18. 18. I can math, guys. <laughs> uh, 18, you're right. Don't think that he knew about it. He's okay. giving her a look that was a little bit confused at first, and then you know, like like Annie's pretty pretty plaintive face. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> he, it, it clicks, and he goes, "Ah, well, I'll buy you a new one." He, he's with that rule, but I'll say he's clearly a. Pl- well, I guess you didn't read them. They don't know the contents of the letter that, that was that he, he wrote to you. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. so he's he's being a little bit. Weird in the way that he's like, you know, especially like especially especially you, Lady Annex. Sorry, especially nice to meet you. Well, maybe I'll buy you a pack tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, things that Eklund usually doesn't say and isn't like. That's a little bit odd, perhaps. Um, but you don't you don't get a sense that he knew about the pack mm-hmm. by any means. In his deep recesses of his mind, I was like, I hear that. Absolutely. <laughs> It wasn't. I'll explain later. <laughs> <laughs> well, huh, okay. Down that way. How, how about we, we had, you know, at this this time of night, the lower plateaus. I might have the better better places for uh, a nightcap. Okay. <laughs> Straight down. <laughs> All right. Let well, 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 Actually, I found this way is faster. Well, the bed please. Well. Does it take us a minute to descend? <laughs> Once you guys get, you know, a good solid ten minutes from the palace, here, he's just, you know, directing you down, mm-hmm. down random paths. Um, he says, "Just slow down." I can't, I can't imagine a safer place to speak than on the go, like we are right now. So, can, can we have th- this conversation? As, as we are, as you're still kind of puttering around, just me and mm-hmm. like you know, in a car, slowly going around town at night, mm-hmm. uh, so sort of thing. In the dark, <laughs> barely able to shoulder each other's face faces, you but you are very, very tight and close. What is it? Can you check the senses? Uh, I can't. Well, I can, but it, it would use a significantly more magic than usual. Do you mm-hmm. recommend it? Is there? Given uh, pack abilities, understood. It's worth it then. Opens his eyes. Iris has turned blue. Scans around. I don't see anything invisible tracking us, which normally would detect a. Scry spell, which is what I uh, assume your mm-hmm. path was tapped with. Do you have it on you? No. Discarded it. Good, good, wise. Okay, no, I, I, I don't see any scry. I, I, I feel like you have things to tell me. I 
do have one question. Of course. Do you have my silver bag? Yes. I touched it now. <laughs> Opens up his... <laughs> smart, smart, smart. Gra- grabs a little silver raven he hands back to you. Your cousin read my mind. Even in this dark, especially you with dark, you can see him kind of like smile, like, yes, here's your... Of course. He knows our mission. I tried to get away. She's assuming he does. You don't know exactly what he got. But he did say it to me. What exactly did he say? He said that he uh, knows we're looking for an Ill- infiltrator. If I was the infiltrator, wouldn't I, I wouldn't have yeah. walked right up to you. So he knows we're looking for an infiltrator, but he doesn't necessarily know who, like, everything we know. You know, that's what I'm true. saying. Like, we don't Very know. true. We don't know what he knows. That's, you know? that's what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. we shouldn't just assume that he knows it's mind flayers in the war. Yeah. He might have just gathered that we're looking for a spy, and then that's all he got and started talking. Since this just happened literally less than an hour ago for, for all you guys, a mm-hmm. really brief refresher of that very uh, mm-hmm. probably intense encounter. Uh, um, one, it began with just a dance, and you saw him make the hand motions with the hand. He, he is still holding yours, and his, his <laughs> dragon mark flash a, a little bit. And that's when I tried to push away, but mm-hmm. he... He did not, not let you. And he said... You dance well enough for, for someone trained as a nun. And you replied, and you said, ah, near the desert, I, I see. You, your mother and, and, and father mama must be so proud. And you responded, and he said, ah, or not. So how do you know my dear, co- my dear cousin? I saw you speaking with him and the princess, thick as three thieves. And then, then he said, oh, that funny duddy, always so serious and thinking so poorly of me just because when I was six years of age, I would read his mind and tell his friends and girlfriends all of the little secrets. Where are you staying while in the, while in the city? And then at the end, you felt him plunge deeper with just seconds left. And he, he was successful. You, you know that. As the waltz ended, and he's finished dancing, there was a loud, loud round of polite applause for all over the room. He tried to kiss you, and that's when you gave him a slap. Mm-hmm. And then he pulled you in a little bit closer as he was bowing bow, and whispered in your, your ear, if I was an infiltrator or return of the crown, I would not be so bold as to come to you like this, would I? And then he said, you are familiar with Santa's restaurant in the Cliff Top District? I will meet you there for dinner tomorrow, and I'll wrap the sun has set. My treat. I would tell that. Except for what time dinner is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I figured that dance. was one of those things that like just happened. Um, mm-hmm. Well, I guess it happened mm-hmm. more than an hour ago because then you had your whole performance and stuff. So, anyways, um, you tell him that. Except for the time dinner is. Visibly, does look quite concerned though. He's keeping his you know good good face like Eklund usually does. I suppose I can't blame you. I warned you to keep your distance, but he burned his way in. And did his warning. What are your thoughts on this? On the words that he spoke? Clearly he was worming around your surface level thoughts. It's, it's a, a, a classic Madani training. De- de- detecting thoughts is best when you don't delve deeper if you can help it. You ask 
guiding questions which lead them to think about the next thing you ask questions about the person something about the next thing that's what he, he was doing at first so now he he gleaned he, he directed your thoughts and skimmed enough information probably why he asked you about me I don't know what he more than likely whatever he saw when you were thinking about me I'm sure it was lovely thoughts I'm sure what he saw there is what prompted him to probe deeper. So what are your thoughts on this? Do you think there's truth to him, to what he says? I can't imagine if he was, if I was an, an infiltrator, I wouldn't go up and frankly almost admit that unless that was part of my exact plan. It's easier to kill folk when they don't know you're trying to kill them. It's true when you're as powerful and as someone that is he is he the son or is it just a cousin? He is the nephew of Trello, the same same as as Eklund. Okay. Um, still connections. If you haven't had to deal with consequences in your life, I'll start now. Eklund <laughs> and him are co- cousins. Oh, I know. Okay. That's Annie making the face of he's your cousin. That makes sense because Trump's your dad. <laughs> no! <laughs> I love that that's the one thing. Like, no, I, ha- I have a daddy. That's my uncle. That's weird, man. That's weird. Your mom's weird. Speaking of which, your uncle tried to worm his way into Norman's mind as well. Did we tell him Trello? No. Yeah, yes. yes. Yes, Trello. But I was giving a tour of the gardens and I uh, didn't fail to see him, but he might have gleaned some trivial information about. But he tried to probe deeper, but I was able to fend that off. And you're sure of this? I'm sure I was able to fend it off. But I don't know if he, what he might have gotten from the serpent. He didn't engage in the conversation with you. He didn't engage at all. Do you remember what your conversation was surrounding when you were when you tried this? You. Stephen doesn't, at least. <laughs> I don't think we've said it. It wasn't anything about anything. I was like, I think it was just part of the tour. No, it, it was the very end of the tour. Anything worthwhile had already been said. Now it was just you yeah. and other people chatting about what flowers. Minor talks about the war. Good. Let's let's hope that. Let's hope that we're Trelib. That's an interesting question. Did Trelib put Elkaris up to it? It did seem like Elkaris was avoiding Trellob and left immediately. What do you mean by avoiding? Just after the dance, after I slapped him, he finished some wine and left immediately. How do you know he wasn't going toward Trellob? Because Trellob was standing in a doorway. Ah. So we could see him, but Elkaris left. I understand. And Trellob didn't look happy, but does your family ever look happy? Most of us don't. They've seen some shit. I need a drink for real now. <laughs> uh, it's unusual for your family to probe the guests of curiosity at a gala. We were strictly told that was a no no social. Well, it is. 
I also mentioned that Alcaris Al- Al- likes to eschew societal graces. Mm-hmm. He's towed that line. He's pushed the envelope enough where he is a pariah in some some circles, but he is one of the top potential heirs to the, to the Nidani family. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like him. I hope I don't have to kill him tomorrow. I would prefer that not happen either, but I understand your... Well, that's there. the thing. We can either trust him, or we know where he's going to be tomorrow, and we can put an end to worrying about it. He said Hannah's restaurant? Yes. Familiar with this establishment. We've flown past it a few times. Mm-hmm. Well, it is very big. It is always popular. Mm-hmm. And it, undoubtedly, that's why he chose it. Also, that's very close to the Drunken Dragon, is it not? It is. We are moving while we're sleeping tonight because Smart. he asked where I was staying. I told him to warm it up. And someone broke into our room. And someone broke into our room. Yeah. Did he ask where you were staying before he offered? then that's probably why. He probably saw that and chose a fine location nearby, his own way of playing a game with you. Mm-hmm. I think I can get him. Can I get him? Well, I'm just saying, he was worth his weight in piss. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then at least he'd be useful. <laughs> yeah. So... I apologize to you all. My dragon mark allows me to cast the non-detection spell, but I can only do it once every every three days. Uh, it taxes the, the mark, and I do know the spell otherwise, but as part of my duties, I've been casting it on myself, on Elspeth, on the king and the queen on a regular basis, hence why I was even reluctant that that I, I had to he had to use a spell of the fourth circle to even do what normally we would be half that to right. detect scries. Point being I apologize for not I should have taken that into account. I didn't think that Trevor Alcus, I didn't think that you would have garnered such attention. Why do you think they why? have such threats? I don't know it's a very, very good question. My question is simply, why? Is Elkaris, if Elkaris alone was poking, poking through, your, through your head, it may just be because he's curious and this is his power trick. He was hanging out with the Fjarlin girl earlier. That does not help the situation. Or it could be something more nefarious. Is that someone we met there? <laughs> it might have been for a while. He's the one that took my ring. Nefarious bitch kid. Ah, we meet again. (laughs) But but it's not just Elkris. We cannot pin this on his own superiority and skewing of society. He was just trellis piss. I don't trellis was also doing it though. That is my that is what I am more concerned with. I agree. Yes. So are they working together or is this separate? I was surprised that that Trellib even came. I don't think he's been to one in months. I, I don't often attend either. The princess does very infrequently attends. It seems like all the major players were present yesterday. Tonight. Yes. Tonight. 
Yes. Well, it's midnight now, bitch. It's after midnight. So Technically, yesterday. both are correct. Mock the Texan. I'm a technomancer. I put her out there. <laughs> <laughs> Just Earth. <laughs> you push her in the same direction. Ow! I'm squeezed. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't magic. <laughs> so I could go to the dinner, try to glean information. Well, what can you tell us of your uncle if we don't think Elkaris is the threat? What benef- What is he looking for in the meeting? You know what I mean? Like That's what we also have to think about. If he's not our main enemy... What does he want? Yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, I doubt would have got that much curiosity. Trello, speak of. Yes? No. Uh, what would Elkaris want? If he's not our main enemy, what would he gain from this meeting? And you said he's a potential heir, <clears throat> right? What would he gain from the meeting? Did he, did he ex- explicitly mention, was this offer explicitly to you or to all three of you? To me, he said dinner, his treat, right after he tried to kiss me. said he's a potential heir, right? Yes. So what if he wants Trello out of the way? Is, is there a succession in that way? In the Dragonlance? Well, if an heir suddenly is found guilty of betraying the crown and can no longer do their duties, ah, how do you pick a new one? Mm-hmm. Here's the, the fact of it. I'm not sure what Trello's... Or I, I apologize. I'm not sure what Elkaris's desires are. I have not spoken with him in, in, in quite some time. I, I know he's a potential heir, as am I, but obviously not. I have no interest in the position. I'm not sure if he even does. But your point is well taken. It doesn't seem like the kind of thing that Elkhurst would want. But again, he might be my cousin, but I don't know him all that well. He and I had a Difficult upbringing. Because he always told your girlfriend what you're thinking. Are you making a joke, or did he tell tell you this? He told me that. Interesting. That as he blushes a little. <laughs> <laughs> he said that he was better than you by the age of nine, six, nine, six. That is probably true. Elkaris is blessed with what we call a greater dragon mark. The size of the, the, the dragon mark does not always equate to power. Mine is on the back of my hand. Trollops is all over his, his forehead and face. But we are equal in our dragon mark. There are minor dragon marks, and they are simply the, the talents that they afford you. Mm-hmm. Elkaris is one of the very, very few in this generation. Actually, he might be the only in this generation that have a greater mark. And I'm talking through all the houses. So that means he can do more with less. And that is what make, makes him a very annoying younger cousin. As he pointed out to you, I was barely understanding the the first circle of, of spellcraft 
through through my mark, and he was already on the fifth third. He was reading my minds before I had any protection against it. So, on that front, you are correct. On the on the other hand, I am older. I have seen the battlefield. I am. Well, it seems like he's seen something. Yes, that was from a bit of a brawl he had on his journeys outward. Where he went, I'm not even sure. He left the court city for a number of years. Galvanized around, couldn't find him. Couldn't find him. That necklace he wears, proof against this. Detection, scrying, and such. Divination magics. A gift that he uh, won himself, I think. Long story short, he came back with this scar. I, I remember his father was furious that he would look, make himself, well, allow himself to look like this. A blemish on the face of the, the Donnies. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll tell you this about Elkris. When you push him, he pushes or if nothing else, he digs in his heels. You tell him to go left, he will go right, even if it is directly into a wall that smashes his face in. If nothing else, then just to, to spite you. That is the sort of man that he is. We have a problem, but also an avenue for control. Oh, I'm starting to like it. Oh, good. <laughs> never said that about me. Get his fine. So instead of trying to understand the crazy young one, let's think about what Trellop would gain from meeting our minds. Why would he come to a party that he never comes to? Precisely. That is a good question. And you've seen how much fun he is. Yeah, so much. How many times have you seen Trellop in your relatively short stay in the court city? What was your first encounter with? First encounter was in the Coliseum. Flip up on the table. Did I ever send you guys that message about my suspicions? No. That Trellab read your mind at the Coliseum, and he was the one that hired the assassins to kill us. No, I don't think he sent that. Okay. Because well, you can you can say it right yeah, now. I'll just say that right now then. Yeah. I've always wondered if he was the one that found out about because we did it. Damn good job keeping our mission secret the first time we were here. And he warned Lady Solyria of my intentions. He said my intentions were to get close to her. And he made it seem like it was more nefarious because she questioned me and said, why do you really want to be close to me? And So if he knew more than he let on in the beginning, he might have hired the Arlens to kill us. There's a lot of leaps, but... Which is part of why she brought me to her room with non-detection non-magic that I brought up and we had that very frank conversation where I had to be very blunt with her and be like, yes, I was trying to get into your party. Um, I played it off, I think, pretty cool, but I do know he read my mind. At least the surface thoughts. At the Coliseum. And if and in that time, so long ago, two weeks ago, two and a half, your we can hope that your mind was about befriending Lady Slayer to get into the Gauntlet, because that was the mission at that time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Which, by itself, does sound a bit 
Paris. Mm-hmm. But we can hope you didn't. Did you detect him, and did you feel him probing deeper than that? Not that time, no. Right? I oh, okay. So. No, I don't think so. I think, uh... Did you know you know? I think you rolled. Really? I, I was like, I thought you had to roll, because otherwise, how would you, like, oh, you yeah, knew sure. he was yeah, reading no, your yeah, mind. Yeah, I remember you, that. So, like, you did roll, and I believe that you moved as quickly as you could past him. Yeah. To get out of the range, and you did not follow. Because I think Lady Celeria was one who told me that Trollope said. Mm-hmm. That is true. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, you probably did. Mm-hmm. Again, it's a big if. But it's a plausible if. It is. That's what we went to the gala to, f- the gala to find, right? It's more of a plausible if than somebody recognizing us from sight. So, so why, Trello? Do we believe we haven't discussed this in? It's there's been so much happening. Do in, in your op- opinions, and please speak speak as frankly to me as you as you can. Do you believe that we are dealing with an an, an infiltrator? Or a betrayer, a traitor. Are are we looking at a somebody in in the courts who is who they say they are, and has nefarious pur- purposes to further their own goals, or are we looking at for an an infiltrator, one that has come from outside and taken the the place, or is manipulating someone else? Because you never were very specific on the on the word. I believe that you were specifically using multiple words. Which meant your intel does not tell you. Well, the journal said it was someone to infiltrate the courts to promote the war. Yep. Mm -hmm. So my thought would be it would be someone who has the power, renown, to do that. Whether they're being controlled as a puppet or willingly, or their face is being worn like a mask, our intel didn't give us anything. But it did seem to be more an infiltrator than a betrayer. I think it was less about the crown and more about encouraging the war and chaos. In which case, the question of what would Trellum want is perhaps a completely irrelevant one. Because maybe it, he's not Trellum. He's just not, not Trellum. He's being manipulated, uh, which could be as far as mundane blackmail. It could, could go as far as magical manipulation. If, if we believe that, that there is a traitor, which I'll admit is mostly what I was considering, mm-hmm. um, well, at least partially, mm-hmm. major part, because I, I, I know these people. It's easier for me to look at their wants, what would further their goal. I believe that's exactly the path you were going down. But that question, while a brilliant line of questioning, might go completely out the window if you consider that it is information. But promoting the war is a fantastic point. I, I am personally not familiar with Trellum, and surely not Elkhorus, promoting the war in, in any sense. I mean, the Danias of, of, of all the families are amongst those that are furthest from the war. Our skills are better at. The Thrashs do what we do in the field better. We are, consider us the Thrashs of the urban such so, so it I think it would probably be hard to fake a dragon lock and 
terms, not aesthetically, but it seems to give off some sort of glow or something when it's used, does it not? It does. It does. An illusion, a, a common disguise self would be able to change that way, but a practiced user could perhaps manipulate or cast it on themselves multiple times, which would be quite a Did you see Trollob's mark flash when he was probing into your mind? I didn't see him until it was already too late. Did you see Elkaris's mark flash? Yes, and he made the hand symbols and everything, which is how I knew how to try to get away but failed, but yes. Right, but the power of a, of a dragon mark is not something that would be so easily done by a disguised self or Alter self, an alter self, perhaps uh, even that. I could find out. But if we're ta talking about, about one who has infiltrated the, the, the court city, mm -hmm. then they very well may be using implements and skills that are beyond what the common folk use that I'm familiar with. The second you assume you know what your enemy is capable of, is the second they got you. Mm -hmm. And we know that they do have access to an impressive amount of either wealth or ability to manufacture weapons of magic because of the whole Knight of Longshot thing or something of Longshot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And his being and from a family furthest away from the war could actually be a good thing because the eye wouldn't be on him quite as much while he plays the rest of the Dragonmarked families. I was just going to say there's more than one way to promote a war, whether it's funding things like that or Removing obstacles, yeah. yeah, reading people's minds and knowing how to give people what they want to get what you want from them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Doesn't necessarily have to be a direct route. Yeah, very good point. Very good point. So all we all we can do now is we'll fly around under this carpet for the next couple hours, conjecturing, or we can gather more information. I think that your dinner tomorrow. I would recommend you to go with, but I doubt you will be pleased to have guests or perhaps station yourselves nearby, up up this link that you have, and mm -hmm. which I can see you have right now, as you occasionally look at each other. You know shit. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't hear that, but I know you said something. Do you think it would be worth it? I do have the ability, it opened his cock, to, um, after speaking with him, I could remove our conversation from the dance from his mind, as well as dinner, conversations from dinner. I have enough stored away to get both done. I think depending on how the conversation goes, that's a, be a nifty trick. You can modify memory. Of divination, I think it's enchantment. Yeah. It feels like you're enchanting. Could be the first yeah. thing or the yeah, last thing to take him off. Yeah, that's his choice. No, you should, you should be fine with modified memory. That that is an enchantment on the mind, not a, a divination technique. Okay, that is an option depending on how it goes. 
if you're sitting there having dinner and you can pull it off, it'd be interesting because you would have a minute to just him slack jaw drooling upon the table. Well, I'm planning on that being 30 minutes. I will simply say this. If you come with your friends nearby, my guest, Elkus, will do the same. And if your goal is that he does not not know that these gentlemen are near, my guess is the same will be true for him. What his intents are this dinner, I cannot say, and I will see if I can. My presence will be a detriment. If he sees me, he'll know we talk, and I am, admittedly, I hate to admit this, running very low on what I can do at this moment in time. Mm-hmm. Magically. So. Perhaps I bring you two. You try to suss out who else looks Just from afar. Can you put any more detect thoughts into the ring? Either one of you? No. If he's on his tent. I, I, I could, but it would take a monk's of my highest mm. level power. I can tomorrow morning. Okay. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. You get that every day. I do. Two nice. detect thoughts a Fuck day. you, Danny. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Warlock that has that shit is like insane. Mm, that's so good. I, I can like that. do that. Okay. Certainly. But you said that this necklace was a gift to himself. Is there a place that we could find such a thing? Yes. That can maybe protect Annie's mind. Protect you from the scrying, of course. That is another good question. Do we think Elkris is there even is it, is it possible that Elkris got to your room? Before you, at least he didn't come to the performance. Mm-hmm. Did you see anybody else in the, the drunken dragon that was suspicious when you yeah. walked through? Yeah, it was a pretty busy crowd. We didn't really waste time looking around. Understood. Okay, best best to assume that somebody in the nefarious, whoever it is, has that. Mm-hmm. There are places that could sell them, but. You have far more important things to do. I have contacts that can look for such things. Mm-hmm. Look, I can take on this task. I can't guarantee anything will arrive tomorrow. These things don't, as I say, grow in minds. But perhaps most things that. Did you look at me when you said that? <laughs> Daddy! <laughs> <laughs> You feel the dwarf in your mind? So, prepare yourself for something that you will not happen. Okay. And I, I can find one. Uh, I, I will deliver it to you. Thank you. These are typically things that, if, if they exist, they're snatched up like that. Anything in the city, in the city that's worthwhile is people scouting for that and looking far outside the realm not surprised that the Madani Conclave has a handful of them or the, the, the thrashs, but I'm not about to go knocking on their doors for, for favors. I don't recommend you do either. Mm-hmm. I'll do my very best. Yes. There's borrowed from the Why do you say that? I tried to read 
Maxine Garland's mind is maniacal to penetrate them. Correct. There are other things besides this this amulet of proof against detection. There's also rings of mind shielding. That is even less common here, and I would not be surprised at all if a number of dragonmark families have them. And you would never know because they you can you can twist them and they turn invisible on your on your hand. They're unbelievably worthwhile and in a place like this where we're reading minds is faux pas such a powerful tool there are those that will have those and considering what we all know the Fairlands are supposed to do but what they what else do they do I am not surprised that the dear Marquis was protecting his mind that he probably knows things that would be very bad to get out whereas well, I'm sure all the, all the dragon marks do, but try to penetrate into Lady Orion's mind or or, or Thrash or Sivis. They are in fact all their dragon marks. Precisely. Mm-hmm. That, is, that is the main source of, of their laundry <laughs> dirt. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So, besides that, there's a whole problem. I anticipated us talking t- tomorrow but I understand why you came now. What else did you discover? Perhaps we should... You were going to find a, a new place to stay, yes? Yes. Mm-hmm. Where did you have a district in mind? Bulger's Park. Let's go there, this way. Just take a break. It's, yeah, it's a little yeah, bit early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 we'll, we'll segue right into Orion. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, Baldur 